3: Future. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com Now, NobleGoldInvestments.com This performance
2: may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision.
4: Gentlemen, we are live. And I've got a, a pretty mixed bag for you guys today. got some good news and some bad news. Uh, we have this situation in Brazil. An update uh, regarding some statements by Bolsonaro, which are not very good. We also... Uh, I'm going to talk to you guys about the fact that Trump's tax returns have been released and the result is an absolute nothing burger. And I guess I'm going to talk about this Andrew Tate situation. Not really my forte, but uh, a lot of you guys know that this dude, Andrew Tate, is a major, major problem for the deep state given the fact that he promotes masculinity, right? A world champion kickboxer that a bunch of military-aged males idolize and speaks out against wokeness has been arrested on charges of human trafficking. So it is a pretty big deal. Um, But first, guys, go ahead and smash the rumble button and subscribe to this channel if you have not already. And without further ado, let's get right into it. So this Brazil situation, I have not covered it. At all on this channel I pretty much only focus on what's going on in my own backyard But I have paid attention To what's going on in the peripherals, right And so We've we've all seen the footage Of the massive protests going on In Brazil due to a rigged An obviously rigged election uh, They even took it a step further Where we saw massive uh, blockades And trucker uh, Trucker convoys, basically And they've I mean, the deep state is very threatened by this. Uh, the The protests were much larger than what we saw even here in the U.S., what happened in D.C. on January 6th, and they've been long-lasting, too, right? I mean, we're talking about millions of people since October have just been on the streets protesting a rigged election. And the deep state has made attempts to try to co-op and psyop this situation. You You had this one situation where a guy named George Washington day... Oliveira Sousa he was arrested uh due to a supposed plot to set off bombs and told the police that Bolsonaro was the one that inspired him despite the fact that Bolsonaro made no statements whatsoever that anybody could even possibly allege uh he was to blame for this I mean he's been pretty much dead silent and so (coughs) there's been there's been just massive protests right and it's a big threat to the deep state And basically, the people have been calling on the military for weeks to invoke uh, Brazil's Constitution's Article 142, and they want the military to seize the machines that were used during the election. They want the military to take the machines and look at the source code and show who was the real winner. And they've refused to do that. And we, we can only reasonably assume that the election was rigged in brazil because it's a very very similar situation to here in the us what happened in 2020 however it's even worse in brazil because uh lula was actually behind the plot to completely get rid of uh auditable elections right there is absolutely no paper trail in brazil the election was conducted exclusively on machinery machinery which they will not give over the source code right and so this has caused a massive uproar and there's been reports week after week after week that the military was getting ready to step in kind of sounds a lot like you know what what happened in this country we kept hearing that the military would save us the military is going to step in the military is in control every two weeks until okay now we're two years later the military still hasn't stepped in right well It appears that uh, the reports of the military stepping in in Brazil were exactly what happened here in the U.S., uh, at least according to Bolsonaro himself. A bunch of frickin' hopium guys. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this is what's being reported here. Bolsonaro rules out military intervention in Brazil and says, quote, I have no support from other institutions to act against Lula. Brazil President uh, Jair Bolsonaro on Friday acknowledged defeat to the Brazilian socialist Lula da Silva. He said he had no support for a military reaction to October's election result under suspicion of fraud and said, quote, certain measures have, certain measures have to have support from other parties, support from parliament, support from some of the Supreme, from other institutions. And we know the Supreme Court's not on his side whatsoever. Uh, they've been essentially uh, threatening to arrest him and take, you know, his supporters as political prisoners, just like what we see here in in the U.S. He went on to say some people think it's just take the Santa and solve it. It's not like that. It is not easy. I have always done my part. He ruled out any measure of force to revoke Lula's election. Jair Bolsonaro will leave Brazil soon. Well, this is actually, this is a rumor. Apparently, he's going to be coming to Florida, but... There's been no confirmation of his trip to Florida. It's just a rumor, as far as I know. Uh, but they say he's he's planning to leave Brazil soon, as his socialist opponents seek to arrest him for political persecution. Now, it w- it wouldn't surprise me if he left Brazil for Florida to a- to evade being taken as a political prisoner. <clears throat> but damn, it's a shame that this is what's happening here. Millions of his voters spent 60 days in front of military barracks supporting a military backlash against the election of socialist Lula da Silva. So, yeah, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, He rules out military intervention in Brazil, effectively saying that he doesn't have uh, the military on his side. And effectively saying that none of the institutions, not parliament, not the Supreme Court, not the military, none of them are on my side. And I, I can't do this by myself. It just doesn't work that way. People want him to act? Okay, well, what would you like him to do if the institutions aren't behind him? It's not possible. Now, this is despite the fact that Bolsonaro appointed a pro-Bolsonaro military general. So it's kind of odd. Like He says that the military is not on his side, but he appointed a pro-Bolsonaro military general, so... I don't know, I guess it's more of the rank and file. Uh, the, the the overwhelming vast majority is not on his side. And we saw kind of the same thing here happen in in after the 2020 election with Donald Trump, you know, restructuring the DOD and making all these different appointments of different generals and restructuring, making all these different appointments at the last minute. And it really led everybody to believe that something here was about to happen. You know, we had Christopher Miller and and Mike Pence. They had that little engagement, this conversation where Chris Miller thanked Mike Pence, and they said they they conducted like the most, they, they, like the vastest uh, top secret military operation in history, and blah blah blah. And that led to <laughs> devolution theory and all this all this stuff. So so here's a theory, perhaps, maybe, just maybe, Bolsonaro. He's telling us that the military is not going to step in. But really, what he's done here is he's devolved the government, right? And he's going to make it look like he's transferring power to Lula. to You know, transferring power to this new administration. So that people can then see the corruption for themselves, right? Now, really, he's going to be running a shadowy government behind the scenes. But it, it just has to be this way, okay? The people have to see it to believe it. So... Maybe that's what's happening. <laughs> Maybe that's what's happening. Maybe it had to be this way. But either way, uh, Lula da Silva is scheduled to be inaugurated January first. And I know I'm just kind of making light of this. I'm making jokes here, but it's really just—it's sad, man. The Great Reset agenda—they are—they are absolutely rigging elections around the around the world. And our only hope really left was frickin' Brazil. Now, just because Bolsonaro says this doesn't mean that the people of Brazil are just going to back down. No, I I think given the fact that these people were literally yelling and calling him a coward, I don't think that they're going to be too happy about this. This isn't just about Bolsonaro, and it's not necessarily what he says goes. I don't think people are just going to pack it up and go home. They're waiting for him to do something, but if he's not going to do something or if he can't do something... Then they may take it into their own hands, and things may really get out of hand. So not only is it sad and disappointing, but it's also a little bit scary here. What's going to happen next? That's anybody's guess, man. But um, you know, one of the last things he said was, and 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 he he was teary-eyed as he addressed um the people of Brazil. He said, "Quote: We will not throw in the towel. We may have lost the battle, but not the war." Now, what that means. It's anybody's guess. It could possibly just be like something that sounds really good as you kind of just step back and allow <laughs> a socialist administration, illegitimate administration to take over. But uh Yeah, so anyways, I don't have too much else to say about that. Again, I haven't there's plenty of other channels that follow that situation a lot closer than I did. So I just wanted to give you guys a little brief overview of the Gateway Pundits reporting. Now, real quick, if you guys could smash the Rumble button, hit subscribe to this channel, and also, i got to tell you guys something. So, I started a YouTube channel yesterday, because Mr. Behizzi was encouraging me to do it. He said, hey man, one of my old accounts just got reinstated, I won an appeal, and there's these other guys that got banned right along with us, that were making new channels and getting away with it, so I was like, Man, maybe, maybe times have changed. So I made an I made an account. It got banned within five minutes. I told you all this yesterday, and then a few hours later, it was back up. And I don't know what happened. I have no idea how it happened. But I put the link to it in the description of this video, this live stream. And if you guys uh, want to follow me over there and subscribe to that channel, I'm not. I'm obviously going to continue to publish here on Rumble uh, as my main platform. But it's it's almost impossible to grow an organic following here on this platform. The, the best way to drive traffic here is to have a freaking YouTube channel and tell everybody that you're going to be on Rumble, you know, and, and start live streams on YouTube and then shut them down like Salty Cracker does. So hopefully we can get that thing up and running and get another YouTube channel going. And it would really uh, mean a lot to me if you guys would help me Help me out with that. So, anyways, let's uh, let's get into the next story here. We had <coughs> we had this situation with Trump's taxes. I mean, they've been seething, seething about this for I don't know what a, a, over a freaking year, making it seem like they were gonna they were gonna get a hold of his taxes. It went all the way to the Supreme Court and. They were going to get his taxes. They were going to expose, you know, that that Trump is a corrupt businessman that has done a bunch of illegal stuff. Uh, he's taken bribes from Russia, <laughs> you know, all this, all this crap. And it turns out, you know, the House drops Trump's tax returns to the public. It's it's released to the public. Both his private and uh, during his time as president have been released, and it's absolutely nothing. It's a complete and total nothing burger. And I was listening to MSNBC and CNN. I wanted to hear what they had to say about what they found. And you can clearly tell that that it's absolutely nothing. These records, they said, could raise red flags and might show Trump's connection to Russia. And this could play a role in the New York Attorney General's uh, lawsuit regarding Trump you know, inflating his assets and blah, 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 blah. This is all that they said, a bunch of hypotheticals, what it, what could be here, you know, what this could show, and when you hear them talk like that, you know that they have absolutely nothing, and matter of fact, it makes them sound like a bunch of conspiracy theorists, I mean, you're literally just pulling stuff out of your ass to try to make something out of nothing, and it's clear, even the, you know, people on the comment sections of the MSNBC YouTube channel we're like, come on, I don't even like Trump, but you guys just, you're, you're making us look like a bunch of freaking, um, like, ch- children. And, and I don't care who you are. I don't care what your political leanings are. Anybody, anybody looking at this situation knows that Trump was the only president not to take a salary, the only president in in that I know of, that came out of the White House poorer. Like, he lost money as the president. Not to mention, okay, everybody knows that Congress, all of these people, senators, are literally raping us and getting rich, and, like, these people become millionaires while they're in office. Not to mention, Trump's uh, taxes that have been released are old taxes, old tax records that have already been accepted by the IRS. So what made anybody think that you were going to find anything there? They were already accepted by the IRS. It was always a nothing burger. And they they knew it. Six years of Donald Trump's federal tax returns... Released. Uh, they say show the former president paid very little in federal income taxes the first and last year of his presidency, claiming huge losses that help limit his tax bill. That's all they got. <clears throat> Guess what? I don't give a shit. To be honest with you, I really don't care. This is one of the most boring things I could possibly talk about. I I, I don't think anybody cares. Who who cares about this? Who is sitting around like Who's sitting around caring about Trump's taxes? Nobody. But yes, WMG 68 says, dirty up Trump. All they need is the headlines. That's what it's always been about. That's all that ever matters is the headline. You know, can we, can we, can we make a headline out of pure speculation? And are, I mean, the people are just going to believe it, right? So anyways, um... Now, I guess let's talk about this Andrew Tate situation. You guys, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it, like, I I posted about Andrew Tate a couple times on Telegram. And a lot of people were like, I don't even know who this guy is. Okay, well, maybe it's because I'm from a younger generation than a lot of the the viewers out there. But Andrew Tate's a pretty big deal, man. Like, if you have kids, if you have grandkids, half of them are probably fans of Andrew Tate. And everybody has an opinion about Andrew Tate. Uh, under the age of of 30 because everybody knows who he is i mean apparently this dude was one of the most searched people in 2022 on google despite the fact that he was banned off all social media they 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 put him on a no fly list they debanked him you know he got the alex jones treatment for basically just promoting masculinity the dude is a world uh, a world champion kickboxer and he has some very controversial views. Like, I'm not a huge Andrew Tate fan. I, I don't support everything that comes out of this dude's mouth. But, you know, the main, the main thing is, he promotes masculinity and he rejects wokeness. And so, he's got a cult following. I mean, so many people idolize this dude. Like, so many young people idolize this man like he's a freaking demigod or something like that. And... <laughs> they can't stop him <laughs> when they try to ban him. So he has this thing called Hustlers University, where people pay him like fifty dollars a month to learn how to get rich quick. And I think it's pretty scammy, to be honest with you. But he had these people behind a paywall, like, like freaking a hundred thousand people, and he would reward them twenty five dollars if they would take clips of his podcasts and upload them to YouTube and TikTok. So like. Whenever I would go on YouTube, if I went to the shorts tab, nothing but Andrew Tate would show up. I could not, I mean, I couldn't get any other content besides Andrew Tate. So this dude, he's like I don't I don't know what to call him. Like I said, I'm not like his biggest freaking fan, but he's a force to be reckoned with and very threatening to the deep state. You know, these people that want your, your kids to chop their balls off. You got a guy coming out here talking about men need to be masculine. They don't like that whatsoever. And so anyways, long story short, he got into a spat with Greta Thunberg, uh, Miss Mrs. Potato Head, uh, who I, I guess I shouldn't make fun of because apparently she's autistic. I didn't know that, but apparently Greta Thunberg is autistic. Yes, Old Saucy says... Uh, my oh no no no! WMG sixty eight says my nephews love Andrew Tate. Yeah, it's I mean the younger the younger generation, all of them know exactly who Andrew Tate is. But a lot of people in my in my my crowd don't know he who he is, and I I found that a little surprising. <clears throat> so, anyways, he got into a little spat with Greta Thunberg. Okay, Swedish climate change activist, uh, cult cult member, World Economic Forum puppet. And the exchange went as follows. I'm not going to pull up the tweets, but basically he said, I got 33 gas guzzler uh, vehicles, a Bugatti, or he says a Bugatti. And, you know, I want you to send me your email address so I can tell you more about the massive amount of emissions <laughs> coming out of my uh, my flock of vehicles, right? And Greta Thunberg responded back and said, <clears throat> sure. My email address is small at getalife.com. To which he replied, "How dare you?" <laughs> because I mean, these people are so hypocritical, man. Like, these are the same people that will, you know, tell you we need to have body positivity and six hundred pound women are beautiful and stuff like that. And you can't possibly criticize a woman's body, but you can you can say a man has a small dick and oh yeah that that's like a that's like a a slam dunk insult and all these people around are, are, are cheering for that it's just I mean I have no problem with insults like that but it just goes to show that these people have no standards they are complete hypocrites hypocrites they try to act like they're morally superior to all of us but in reality they, they think exactly the same they, they have no superiority whatsoever and no standards now <clears throat> So anyways, after this exchange, he, he basically said to Greta Thunberg, thanks for telling me you have a small penis, because it was her email address where she said energy" at getalife.com was her email address. So he, she was trying to insult Andrew Tate, but really she basically said, I have a small penis. Why else would that be your email address? And so he made fun of her, and he, he posted this video in response to her tweet.
5: Release some greenhouse gases. I'm obviously a stranger to online controversy. It's not something I often do. But now, the mainstream press is commenting on the fact that I was informing Greta that my very extensive car collection with internal combustion engines, which run on dead dinosaurs, (laughs) have an enormous emission profile. And she replied by telling me her own email address. Greta's email address is, I have small dick energy. Why would that be your own email address, Greta? Strange. I mean, also, I don't want to assume her gender. It's 50-50, but it is what it is. I'm not actually mad at Greta. Please bring me pizza and uh, make sure that these boxes are not recycled. Thank you. So, I'm not actually mad at Greta, right? Because she doesn't.
2: Yeah. Order now. Fighterflare.com.
4: She doesn't realize she's been programmed. She doesn't realize
5: she's a slave of the Matrix. She thinks she's doing good. Someone has sat her down and convinced her to try and convince you to beg your government to tax you into poverty to stop the sun from being hot. And then because i called her out on it the global matrix got this bot farm to like and retweet and all this bot commenting to try and pretend that her telling me that she has a small dick in her own email address somehow teaches me us welcome to a new episode of the clown show but now i know at least that greta with a little hate-filled face <laughs> bitter, sitting somewhere without the heating on In the cold, little hat, shivering. (laughs) (laughs) Use my tweets, which is going to make my Twitter account far more fun into eternity.
4: Okay, so that video is... I've seen it like six times. That video is pretty funny, man. Yeah. So, anyways, this exchange went super viral. I mean, this video alone has 56 million views. And Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, whatever... Her tweet where she said she had a small penis, uh, that was one of the most liked tweets on the internet. Now, following this exchange, where he clearly made an embarrassment of her, the next day, Andrew Tate was arrested, along with his brother and I guess two other people that he, uh, I think they were either relatives or friends, and he was arrested on charges of human trafficking, rape, and apparently money laundering. Now the Romanian authorities say that this arrest happened because they took a look at this video with Greta Thunberg and they saw that there was pizza boxes on the table that they could tell were from Romania, right? Because of the labeling Jerry's pizza. They knew that was a Romanian pizza spot. So this was proof that they used that he's in the country Apparently, he was already under investigation from back in April. And once they got this signal, they got the bat signal, then they could move in on him. And I call total BS because that makes absolutely no sense. Law enforcement does not need to look at a pizza box to track down your location. Okay? Entering the country, you have to have your passport scanned. They know you're in the country. He posted a video on December 25th on his Twitter page, titled Romania, and it was a video of him walking around Romania. So there's there's tons of evidence that he was in Romania. They knew he was in Romania, and they tried to act like this video was, you know, <clears throat> the tip that they got, or the, the, the tip that they used to prove that he was there. And that makes absolutely no sense. I mean, not to mention, we all have a freaking GPS tracker in our pocket at all times. And it's not... <clears throat> it's not like they can't get access to where you're at this was a direct there was a direct correlation here between him attacking the world economic forum's little puppet the climate change uh, cultist the weirdo crying doomsday all the time greta thunberg who's apparently like a, a a hero to some of these people out there right she's she's their little puppet she's their she's their little pawn And he made her look like a total jackass. And you're not allowed to do that in the New World Order. You can't do that. You can't attack these people that they've propped up as authority figures and discredit them and make them look stupid. You're not allowed to do that here. So the very next day, his home gets what looks like raided by Romanian law enforcement. They take him in, and they've detained them for over 24 hours. Now the charges I don't think there's been any charges brought I still think that they're being brought in for questioning. <clears throat> They've been detained for 24 hours to be questioned about the situation. Um but I still think that I want to I want to be a little reserved here. I don't want to like take the take these dudes side and be like, "Oh, this is a big setup, this is a big psyop." And then it turns out they were raping chicks. I mean, I don't I don't think that that's uh Uncle Downer says, "Wilf, do you have the monkey pox?" Stop coughing. "No, dude. I've been coughing for 2 weeks. And I looked into my little water bottle that I've been drinking out of, and the damn thing had like mold at the bottom of it. I was like, no wonder I've been sick for 2 weeks. I'm drinking mold water. Cuz I'm cuz I'm an idiot apparently. You know? <clears throat> I ran it through the dishwasher. I thought that that would I thought that would clear it out and Anyways, now I'm now I sound like an idiot. But yeah, it's been taking a toll on me. It's been taking a toll on me. But anyway, so, I'm not taking these dudes' side. I don't think that, I'm not going to presume that they're innocent, but what I am going to do is say, you're innocent until proven guilty. And I think it's a funny coincidence that they're taking down this massively influential figure that children appear to idolize, and they're taking him down 24 hours after he calls out Greta Thunberg. Just don't make no sense to me. Something's not adding up here, clearly. Okay? So, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one. I'm not sure that... I don't think that my audience out there is too interested in Andrew Tate. But I was. So, I was following this story pretty closely. Now, next thing. And last thing. I want to show you guys... Uh, expand upon what we talked about yesterday. You guys are not going to believe this. So, we had the recount results from Penal County published... Where we saw this massive discrepancy totaling, but when you add up the discrepancy for Mays, the Attorney General, uh, Democrat, and and, uh, Abe Hamaday, the Republican, the discrepancy was like 460 votes from one county as a result of this recount. And so Penal County has actually released a report explaining what uh what happened here? The reason for this discrepancy, right? So in this report, they blame everything on human error, but they effectively tell on themselves for <coughs> damn it. They effectively tell on themselves for being completely incompetent and suggest they they deny that this happened, but they really, really lend a lot of credibility to the possibility that the machines added votes to the total and that they they also exposed that they did not count provisional ballots correctly which was the basis for Abe Days election challenge just just take a listen and you'll 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 see what i mean so they say quote the purpose of this report is to assist in explaining differences in the in the results For the two races submitted to the SOS in the county's November 21st, 2022 canvas and the results of this recount. For ease of explanation, this report breaks out the differences in one, ballots tallied on election day and two, early ballots run prior to and after election, after election early ballots. This uh, so so they say that their discrepancy was only point three percent between the actual canvas results and the recount. So they say, we were 99.7% accurate, right? So that's not a, it's not a big deal. No. Because the election with Abe Day was decided by, like, what, 0.1% or less? So if you have a discrepancy of 0.3%, that's enough to rig an entire election if that were statewide. So you can't downplay this. This was a big discrepancy in their county. So anyways, they say this difference is explained as follows. There were 15 Fed-only ballots that were originally part of the initial canvas but not counted in the recount because the AG, or superintendent's race, were not included on the Fed-only ballots. There were 21 write-ins which were tabulated with the early voting write-ins. These write-ins were inadvertently put into one of the boxes labeled as write-ins in the vault. This was not discovered until we had recounted the provisional ballots and were commencing our reconciliation. We view this as a human error, big surprise, because all involved were under pressure to rapidly process the provisional ballots and failed to take additional steps to ensure they were properly segregated from other ballots. So, so they say that it was human error, and the reason is because they were rushed. But let's listen to why they were rushed. Okay? Because... Uh, The reasons that they were rushed to to complete this provisional ballot process is because because poll pads were not scanning people's driver's license, which only makes their election look like more of a disaster. So one problem led to another. Next, uh, and, and so let me read what they had to say about it. That was my summary. Next, in analyzing the election day ballots that were recounted and referring to the third tab in the attached Excel workbook entitled Recount Results, you will find that upon conducting the recount, there are 10 precincts that contain a difference of, of over five votes and several precincts that return the differences over 50. The vote difference in these 10 precincts is 424. One factor underlying this disparity is that the canvas was filed prior to taking an adequate opportunity to investigate any possible anomalies we could discern from polling place returns. For example, for several hours on Election Day, some poll pads were not scanning 60 driver's license. I think that means over 60 I'm not sure. A software configuration workaround was created and synced to the pads to correct the issue. It took a few days to gather information and speak with the polling place inspectors to discover that approximately 20 voters in this precinct had not been documented in any fashion, such as checking them in or signing the paper roster. So you have two options. You can either sign them in on the uh, electronic poll pad or they have paper backups. And it appears they had voters that were not checked in on either. Reviewing the materials returned from the polls, it seems likely that this was the experience for possibly a hundred or more voters. So you have over a hundred voters that weren't even checked in. Learning of the poll pad check-in problem, we began to research this concern and stated and started with Precinct 1, which showed a difference between poll pad check-ins and number of votes counted. Unfortunately, before the analysis was completed, the canvas was downloaded and filed. While analyzing this concern, we ultimately decided to open up the Locked Precinct 1 ballot box. Upon examination, it appeared to contain, check this out, more than 422 ballot cards, which was indicated as number of cards tabulated on Election Day. Therefore, we physically hand-counted the the number of ballot cards in that box. Our hand-count revealed 600 ballot cards, not 422. So they had more cards... Then they actually had um, <coughs> on election day. Okay. We selected three additional precincts with familiar discrepancies and physically counted the number of ballots they contained. All three had more ballots than were reported on election day. You hear that? All three, uh, this is what they looked at. They looked at four total uh, precincts and all four of them had more ballots than than were reported on election day. They say we have ruled out that additional ballots were somehow added to the locked ballot boxes because... Well, okay, listen. I, I highlighted this stuff red because this is the juicy part. So, again, they found in all the precincts they looked at, they had more ballots than they had voter check-ins. Or more ballots than were reported on election day. So, that would it would appear that ballots were added, right? And they said that that's not the case because we ruled out that additional ballots were somehow added to the locked ballot boxes after they were tabulated on Election Day and locked in the vault by reviewing video. But here's the problem with that. They they reviewed the video <coughs> of the locked ballot boxes after they were tabulated on Election Day. So could ballots have been added before uh, or at a different at a different time. Since all four precincts had been counted on machine B, there was a concern of a possible machine inconsistency when tabulating on election day. We notified our county attorney and the vendor, ES. ESNS came out, checked the machine, and ran ballots through the machine. They were unable to get machine B to repeat the inconsistencies we experienced on election night. Instead when batches of ballots were run again by ESNS, representatives no errors were evident so um, you know when you have a when you have a discrepancy like this and you can't recreate it through a logic and accuracy test um, <laughs> you have to figure out what the hell happened here you can't just you can't just write it off and say well we tried to figure it out but we couldn't and so uh, we're just gonna chalk it up to human error and that's exactly what they did. After the analysis, we conclude that human error was the cause of our election day miscounts. But they don't know. They have absolutely no idea. It really, really looks like the ESNS machines were causing inconsistencies. But because they couldn't... They, they, had, they had the criminals themselves, ESNS, come out there and let them take a look at it and diagnose the problem. And ESNS said, nothing to see here. And they said, oh, okay, well, <laughs> well then it must be human error. no. No, that's not how it works in any other situation. When you're suspecting that, um, when when you're suspecting somebody of committing a crime, do you allow them to investigate themselves? No, that's not how it works anywhere else except when it comes to voting equipment. You allow the vendor to come in and investigate themselves and conclude that they did nothing wrong, and then you run with it, and then you blame somebody else. You haven't identified who it was. You don't, know, you don't know what happened. You just say, oh, it must have been human error. Then they talk about how there were multiple paper jams that were observed on election day. None of the tabulating teams alerted any election employee about any issues or questions. However, we believe that when a machine jammed or a jam led to an error message, it may not have been interpreted correctly. Thus, we believe this led to ballots the operator thought were counted were not actually counted and needed to be returned from the output trays to the input tray to be rescanned again human error okay so check this out why were there paper jams on election day well because of 19 inch uh, ballot images being printed on 20 inch paper probably i would only guess because that's what that's what the uh, the expert Clay Perik told us, he said, when you print 19-inch ballot images on 20-inch paper, what happens is the extra inch at the end of the paper goes through the tabulator, and the tabulator perceives that perceives it as a paper jam because it's seeing like you know before the timing marks of the actual ballot image get to the tabulator, it starts seeing that there's there's white paper. And so it assumes that there must be paper already inside the tabulator. So it spits it back out, right? And then if you look at the actual log files, it'll say paper jam. So they looked at the log files, it appears, and they saw, okay, we had paper jams on election day, but nobody reported this. Nobody said anything about a paper jam. So, so basically what they're saying is when they put the ballots um, through the tabulators, the machine was giving the signal of a paper jam. And these ballots were not being counted. And, of course, these are election day ballots. And so they had ballots that weren't counted. And, excuse me, guys, I'm really struggling today. I'm glad it's the weekend because i got to take a couple days off, man. Hopefully heal. I'm sick, man. So they think that that's why the ballots, um, they had more ballots than ballots that were actually tabulated because ballots... We're giving the signal of a paper jam not being counted, and the election workers were not aware that that was happening. And again, this is in Penal County. This is not Maricopa County. And when when Abe Hamaday made his complaint, all of it was focused on Maricopa. And all of this has come, all this new evidence and this discrepancy in the recount is coming out of Penal County. Now, one of the major things that... Um, Ham alleged was that provisional ballots were not being counted he said there was thousands of provisional ballots that were not accurately accurately counted and here in penal County we just discovered hundreds and um so I believe that he needs to amend his complaint you know' we're, we, we don't we shouldn't just be focused on penal county also I said this yesterday I'll say it again Abe Abhamada is now entitled to a hand recount Because in Arizona, you have to do a machine recount first, and once that's completed, and the results are published, then you're entitled to a hand recount. And I imagine a lot of the write-ins, the provisional ballots were not tabulated correctly, and these are, see, these are just the things that they found. These are the issues that they identified. There's so much that we don't know, because they won't look. And, uh, Perhaps the more we look, the more times we count the ballots, the closer that margin of victory gets for Abe Hamaday. And perhaps a hand recount may give us different results. and I think it's I think that Abraham Hamiday needs to demand a hand recount immediately. Now guys, I am really struggling today. I just am. I feel sick, I feel tired. And it's been two weeks, man. I, I don't know what's going on. My brain feels kind of foggy today, too. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the weekend off. But one thing I will ask you to do is smash the Rumble button and subscribe. And also, check out the first link in the description to my YouTube channel. I'm trying to get this thing up and running. Again, my goal would be to develop a, a following over there and tell people to come over here for the live streams on Rumble and just drag people from YouTube over here. And, I mean, the only way to get a a YouTube channel going is to hit that algorithm, baby. And the way to do that, YouTube rewards... The only thing YouTube cares about is audience retention. Meaning, like, when you click on a video, if you click away in the first 30 seconds, they're like, oh, must not be a good video. But if you watch it all the way through and it keeps your attention and you stay on the platform, then they're like, oh, this must be good. Let's show it to more people. So it goes higher up in the ranks... And so I would just ask you guys, if you like Nick Cedar, if you support Nick Cedar, to go over there and just let the videos play all the way through. I I put a link to the playlist that I I set up, and if you just let that playlist run, it'll really, really help out a lot. But, you know, I'm always asking favors of you guys, so I understand. I understand if you're sick and tired of me, you know, asking for stuff. Hey, uh, go over to Locals. Hey, man. Oh, you know, go over here. Hey, follow me on Telegram. Blah, 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 blah. It's just, it's nonstop with this guy. I get it. I get it. <clears throat> so, anyways, yes, I need to take a couple days off. And uh, I want to thank you all for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting me. And I will see you next time.